started. Now he's going to say it. He's going to say it. Now recording. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Hell gets yeah. me hot and bothered. That's how you know it's time to debate. <laughs> so are we talking about the Space Jam trailer? Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the 30-year-old boomer cast. I'm Danny. Oh, wait. And these are... Daniel's, Daniel's <laughs> Wait, why is Daniel muted? Why did he just I mute in the Space Jam trailer? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, let's just do a soft opening. Well, he can be muted. That's fine. Uh, I'm Rob. Grayson's <laughs> he, here and Daniel's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's watching the trailer. He, he needed his full attention for the Space Jam 2 trailer. Yeah. He needed to pause at every frame of Lola to make sure she was up to his liking. <laughs> oh, what the... F- Wait, I'm like looking at all the background stuff in like everyone in the crowd and i see like the mad max guys yeah um, <sighs> and then i also saw like classic robin mm, what a headache it's like who Just is this who is this movie for i i have to kill myself now <laughs> <laughs> i was saying it it like oh. it gave me ptsd from my horrible experiences seeing Ralph Breaks the Internet and Ready Player One in the theaters. Just that was that uh, was some very Ready Player One, yeah. Sort of like they have Westeros in there. Like what? It's just a commercial for HBO Max. They fucking oh, did is it the an Luke... HBO thing. It's Warner Brothers. What does that mean? They own HBO and they own all those franchises. It's just an excuse oh. to pimp them all because they're all on HBO Max. Goes all the way to the top. They did the Looney Tunes dirty. Like, the whole point of Space Jam is that it's a Looney Tunes movie and a basketball movie. And there's barely any basketball in the trailer. A little gross. Why do they have to go to the internet? <sighs> I mean, it's a really easy excuse to just, like, well, how do we how do we have, like, no creative constraints? How do we just do literally anything we want to do? And right. the answer is, like, oh, the internet. Everything's on the internet, so. Yeah, it's completely phoned in and uncreative but lola looks gross lola's hot so (laughs) right are we in agreement no maybe that should be actually that should be the episode who thinks lola's (laughs) hot and who doesn't i don't like all the stupid neon colors you gotta like modernize it yeah they look like like the miami heats current uniforms like who is this movie for i thought it was for like a nostalgic millennials who liked the first movie but it seems like this one wants nothing to do with the first movie Oh, did you they didn't even mention Jordan. The director, he hadn't even seen the original until like a year ago when they started filming. Like he watched wow. it for the first time. And this and this dude is in charge of the sequel. Like talk about a mismanaged project. Yeah, what a it's just a cash grab. LeBron. And I like Michael Jordan was like charmingly bad in that movie because he's not an actor. And he like clearly didn't take any acting lessons because he's Michael Jordan and he doesn't give a fuck. But, like, LeBron yeah. is, like, the opposite, where he, like, tries to an annoying degree and is, like, less charismatic because of it. Like, oh, it's he LeBron. He has to get his son back. Yeah, he's got to get his son back. But, Dad, I don't want to play basketball like you. And then he regrets how hard he pushed him, because now he might never see him again. What does his son want to do? Like, be a gamer? Elite gamer? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I like I kind I think that could be a cool dynamic though. Like, I don't want to play basketball like you, Dad, but you know it's not going to be entertaining or insightful or anything. No. What else is there to say about Space Jam? Um, uh, 
I'm I'm firmly on the side that I don't want to have sex with the rabbit. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Am I the only one in favor? There's maybe uh, even when I was a kid that just like did not do it for me, you know. I have a I have a thing with with furry like half whatever whatever. It's like if it's more animal than person, like you know, if you're like well, a person with like cat ears, it's acceptable. But if you're like fur all over, yeah, that's I'm a not, good point. Well, you've seen that fur, that the furry chart, right? It's no. Like, which one are you? Like, which where do you stop? It's a spectrum. Here, but everyone's on the spectrum. Oh no. <laughs> where do you stop? <laughs> yeah, anything past a one is 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 too much for me. Even the tail, I can't. I can't hang with the tail. <laughs> the tail. That's the just tail fucking... would just get in the way. That's just. Ugh. It would. It would like fluff against your chest to be t like ticklish. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, the five on that chart oh. isn't even a furry. That's just. That's a Pokemon. I mean, that's the an animal. animal. That's a. I mean, that's a real animal. Some people like that though. They want oh. an animal. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying anything anything past one is just unacceptable. We're supposed to be talking about which is better, is PlayStation got, like, One or N64. If, okay, we're well, this yeah, is okay. the warm up though. Uh, yeah, okay, I think we're warmed up, right? <laughs> you got yeah, the juice is sure. flowing. So I won that one. <laughs> okay, N64 versus record three three zero. N64 versus PlayStation. Who's on who's who's on who? We don't even know even know whose side is is on. I who. don't know. I'm on the winning side. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. So I had both growing up, but I had the PlayStation late. Uh, and the N64 means a lot more to me than the PlayStation does. So I am N64, even though I love a lot of games on the PlayStation. Uh, um, I I love both. Too. I had both as a kid. I played both equally, so it was hard to choose. But for me, just looking at the games, looking at some of my favorite games, I have to go with PlayStation. Yeah, so um, I only had a PlayStation growing up, and I was always jealous of people who would have other consoles, of course, as you do. So I was in the position of having a PlayStation, but always being very envious of the the N64 or what have you but i am still it's got to be firmly on team playstation it's just yes. a much uh more influential console i think the two this, bands teaming up this lines up perfectly because i <laughs> am gonna have to go with the n64 now when when i was a kid i didn't have either of these i um i would only like get to play games when i went over to uh friends places so until like ps2 gamecube era i didn't really have um i didn't really play video games at all late bloomer well i guess i guess i played i played um uh i had a game boy advance and then like a bunch of nes ports because that they love doing that just poor poor games that i thought were like game boy advance games were actually just games from but yeah uh, all those NES. yeah they ported a bunch of nes games on there but i remember it's, that it's, too. it says nes on it and they're all black label <laughs> no 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 this like uh Super Mario World 3, I thought, for the longest time, was like a Game Boy Advance game. So oh, you later mean, I found out. Yeah, like, the, the Mario Brothers 3 remake on the GBA. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, that one's a remake, at least. 
so it looks more like a GBA game. So, but I did. I grew up when when I went over to friends' places. I you know Super Mario sixty four, Star Fox sixty four, uh, Donkey Kong sixty four. Even you know, there's like a bunch of these really good games, classics that you know I really enjoyed playing, and I think that they're. I think that they're more influential than the PS1. I think with the PS1, uh, one of my main points is that like a lot of influential franchises started on the PS1, uh, but most of their like best games I don't think are on the PS1. They all like improved in further generations, where I feel like a lot of franchises like peaked on the N64. You know what I mean? And I think a lot. Yeah. Of, I think a lot of those games hold mm. up better because. Most of those franchises on the PS1, like they have better games on other consoles. Where... I mean, that just means that PlayStation, you know, got better and the game developers got better alongside PlayStation. And I would say even the games on Nintendo got uh, on 64 got better too. Like what? Uh, I mean, Ar- Mario, arguably. 64 is people... way better than Sunshine. Well, there's Sunshine, there's Odyssey, there's Galaxy. Well, yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's not, not there's no Metroid on 64. As my, one yeah. of my points is that 64 is missing a lot of key franchises. That's a good point. Um, no Fire Emblem either. Yeah, no Fire Emblem. Uh, F Zero. Animal Crossing. F Zero GX is a better game than F Zero X, like in every regard. Um, yeah, weirdly, Animal Crossing is only on the N64 in Japan. Yeah, I don't know how we factor that. Well, I'm well. Not well, GameCube is just like a updated version of the N64 game. Yeah. But so. I mean, if we're getting into it, I think if you just look at the PlayStation controller, it's a good controller and they stuck with it for a while, for several generations. And they're still on DualShock. They're yeah. still mm-hmm. um, running with that exact controller, just about just slightly modified over the years. That was another um, one of my points, too, is that the N64 controller is horrible. Oh, yeah, it's trash. <laughs> yeah, they abandoned it, you know, uh, and so, like, it was a huge the mistake. way you interact with the console is kind of disgusting. It's kind of like an ugly mess. Yeah, do you remember the, one thing that me do you remember the Sopranos back. episode where Tony's playing Mario Kart? Yeah, he's Kart playing with one hand. AJ. He's playing yeah. it with one hand, which he is, like, not hand. possible. <laughs> <laughs> but at it's least... Like dri- driving into a wall. Yeah. At least N64 had fucking dope-ass colors. There were so many colors for the controller. Those were fucking dope. I mean, it was always cool to have one of those clear see-through controllers, but... Those are cool, too, yeah. I had one for PS1, a blue see-through. Yeah, I I I only had gray controllers for N64. That's that horrible, like, gray era, where, like, the default PlayStation is that ugly gray, the controller is that ugly gray. I think... The original N64 controller is gray. I, I still have that yeah. one. Computers at the time were pretty like gray or beige too. Yeah, I'm just very it not. Yeah, just an ugly era for like that ugly gray that would eventually start yellowing. Yeah, <laughs> oof. The con- oh god, the controller. Yeah, you're just your sweat fucking stains yellow on it. Ugh. But P- PlayStation had cool uh, memory cards. Like I remember, I was at the store getting a memory card when I first got my PlayStation. And I wanted this like cool translucent like a uh, green one, and it was more expensive than just the normal like gray one you could get. But I was like begging my parents like I want to get the <laughs> green one. It's it's cool. Yeah, but who needs a memory card when the the data is just same saved on the cartridge? 
Because then you can take your memory card to your friend's place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that, nothing stopped from taking the card. That's also like the N64 hardware was so underpowered. They had to update it with the expansion pack. And yeah. there are memory cards that you put in the controller that you need for certain games. PlayStation was rocking right out of the box. You didn't need no Built bullshit. in rumble. Uh, I don't think I, the memory do you card wanna, console instead you wanna, of the controller, and then you, that lets you have Rumble in the controller. Yeah, and, and your, con, like your controller. On top. You, yeah, you put the Rumble pack in your controller. Looks like a fucking tumor now, <laughs> more than it already yeah. did. Oh, it sucks too. Like, uh, if you want to play like Ocarina of Time, like on N sixty four, if you want to replay it, but you don't have a Rumble pack, you just like can't use that feature. You know, the Stone of Agony, where the game rumbles when you're near a secret. If you don't have a rumble pack, you're just shit out of luck. Which is kind of bullshit. Right. What, uh, who's whose team is uh, Rob on? I'm on N64, bro. N64. But he hasn't I'm, made a good point. I'm, I'm not gonna argue that the controller the controller is definitely worse, but I think the games are better. And at all the right, end of the oh. day, that's what I care about is the games. All right, all right. Um, and also an in, like a really interesting thing about this generation. The consoles were so drastically different in terms of like power and performance and what they could do. Like you can you contrast that to now, like the Xbox and the PlayStation are like basically the same. They're just computers that play games and like the games are it's not like one game couldn't run on one that could run on the other, where uh mm-hmm. with this generation that was very much a thing. Like Mario 64 could not run on a PlayStation, and yeah. vice versa, Final Fantasy VII could not run on an N64. So you actually yeah. had this huge difference. It wasn't yeah, just game, like, oh, my friends play Xbox, so I play Xbox. Like this, this like actually mattered. Yeah, the games are for the for both consoles are very different, you know, because N sixty four is more limited, but PS one has its own limitations, but they can do more with it. So it's like you can get a game like Final Fantasy seven on PlayStation, but that would never work on N sixty four. So it's two very different things. So. I'd, those two consoles have very different games they went down different paths yeah interesting to look at interestingly like the n64 for the first couple years was doing better than the playstation but then when final fantasy 7 came out the playstation just took the lead back and never looked back nintendo losing final fantasy is definitely one of their biggest blunders ever uh, because final fantasy was a nintendo exclusive franchise up to that point uh, but when they were making seven and they found out that Nintendo's next console was going to be cartridges, they just knew that that was not going to work for what they wanted to do with seven. So they switched to Sony. Yeah. Uh, this was one of my notes was that PS one allowed for bigger games that were slower paced while N64 allowed for much smaller games that were faster paced, more action oriented, you know, like you think about silent Hill, resident evil one, those are very atmospheric games and they were kind of guided by their own limitations you know where you can make a game a big game like mario 64 where the, there's all these worlds and stuff to do because you can load in this big map and just throw mario in it so but two, you can't have that many assets overall yeah, yeah. A smaller game well yeah, like because exactly. with discs it's like okay we'll put it on another disc you know discs are cheap not a big deal but with cartridges mm-hmm. that's just not feasible I don't even mm-hmm. I don't think data can transfer the same way either from cartridge to cartridge the way like when you switch discs and it's able to like carry you over. I always thought that was fucking magic when I was a kid. Like oh I was always God. worried that it wasn't going to work. Like <laughs> yeah, I would get to I that point that in Final Fantasy that. where it's like, "Okay, put in disc 2." 
And I'd be like, oh, fuck, it's not going to work. It's not going to remember where I was when I put in the disc. It just seemed like magic to me. I sort of miss the the multiple discs. <laughs> I don't think I ever played a game on the PS1 that required multiple discs. Really? Yeah. Same thing with the N64. I never, I never played a game on the N64 that needed a, like a memory card. Or well, anything. even games you wouldn't think had double disc like uh, Gran Turismo. It's two discs. Yeah, just the the sheer ability of that medium to go with the disc medium and then really deliver through on it. It's like you can put a CD in a case and carry that around a lot easier than a cartridge. And that cartridge doesn't have a case. You're just carrying around the raw cartridge. Uh, so that in and of itself is like a convenience thing. You can put your PlayStation games in their little CD jewels, keep that on your shelf and keep that on your bookshelf, but it's a lot harder to have a collection of cartridges, which, you know, the only saving grace is that Nintendo 64 really did not have as many games, so you just wouldn't have as many cartridges in the first place. Well, it reminds me of the AVGN bit, where he's like, why is there no fucking end labels yeah, on the N64 yeah. cartridges when the Super Nintendo had the fucking end labels? NES, end labels. Super Nintendo, end labels. N64, no fucking end labels. Yeah, they That's what really I fucked up with that like to this like, day can... like if you're a collector right now it just sucks having all your n64 games on the shelf because they don't have fucking labels on the top yeah they don't have cases because they came in a box unless you kept it which i don't know anyone that did unless you're yeah. like a collector back then but or, even if you did keep it like fall apart yeah, yeah you, you apart. can't keep them on your shelf yeah not yeah, really more of, a, more of a like novelty thing it's not really functional <sighs> i mean yeah. it was good because it let you have bigger box art and cram more like screenshots on the back and stuff but maybe you know other than a sales gimmick i don't see it being nearly as practical as as cd jewels there's a reason that cds like continue to exist and dominate outside of games in terms of uh you know music and then even on with dvds so i think the whole medium is just a lot more convenient to work with Imagine your kid going to your friend's house. You do you really want to lug around like your twenty cartridges in your bag, or do you want to take your little? Are you moving in with your friend? Your, your CD. It's a sleepover. Pizza's coming. You know. Well, you need I'm to sorry. decide between twenty games. <laughs> yeah, you just you you pick a few games. Like all you well, need I mean, is. I mean, N sixty four doesn't even have twenty worthwhile games. Yes, it does. <laughs> I I Barely. wrote down like. I feel like the N64 is deeper than people give it credit for. Iggy's Wrecking Balls. Is that on your list? No. Okay, good. But I wrote down, <laughs> when I wrote down games I like and I have played, I was able to write down more N64 games than PS1 games. Let me finish my point. My point was right. you have your CD case. Not even, you don't need your jewel cases. You just have a, like your CD flip through case. Only a monster put puts their games in a fucking I did flip that. I had if that. If you're going to a sleepover, yes. Yeah, you put them back when you get back from the sleepover. Yeah, when you get, but... yeah. and you have your little your one memory card, so you don't have to. You have all your saves, and there you go. Yeah, fun time. But also, and like, like N- an N sixty, the N sixty four itself is pretty portable. It's just a fucking giant brick. <laughs> you know, you could just bring your N sixty four to your friend's yeah. house. I mean, that thing will never break. That was when Nintendo actually put thought into the products. Yeah, mine still works. I can tell it's on its way out, but it still works. I've played, you know, abused the shit out of it for over 20 years. My play, uh, PlayStation 1 long broke. Yeah, when we moved in here, um, there was an old Game Boy Advanced in, like, the backyard behind the studio. 
and it had been like outside in a pile of shit. So it must have just <laughs> it must have like gotten rained on and been exposed to the elements for for years, maybe. And then when I was going through that crap, I found it. I pulled it out, I put some new batteries in, and the damn thing works. So that era of Nintendo is just something resoundingly resilient about it. Whatever material they were using, clearly they used all of it because the Switch fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you get, get Joy-Con drift and... You... Well, what is it? It's like the, the buff Keems and he's like, I dropped my N64 from a 10-story building and I can still play Mario 64 <laughs> and then like the little, the little shitty Keems like, I have Joy-Con drift. I've had my Switch for a month. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Play PlayStation? No. You're N64. Gonna play, yeah. PlayStation, right. yeah, they... If we're, if, we're, if we're talking sleepovers, we're talking Goldeneye, motherfucker. We're talking Super Smash Bros. We're talking Mario, Mario Kart. Party. Dude, N64 is like the peak of couch co-op. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't deny that. But I don't think that those games that have, the multiplayer-centric games of that era have aged well. Uh, I think they do. I still play Mario Party. Um uh, Mario Party is like a chore. <laughs> Mario Party is, it's like fun. It's how bullshit it is and how awful it is. It's sort of the charm, you know? How archaic Sometimes. it is. Dude, Diddy Kong Racing still fucking slaps. That game is so underrated. That game is good. But CTR, racing. CTR on PlayStation, best racing game of all time. The fucking Dark Souls of Kart Racers. Only you <laughs> like the punishment. <laughs> Once it clicks, it's like Dark Souls. Once it clicks, you just see the code. It's like the Matrix. You're like Neo. You're like, I understand. Daniel, you're on side PlayStation, but I know you prefer Mario Kart because CTR, it's got the most complicated drift system in any game. You got to do the fucking triple drift and shit. You hate drifting. I'm, I'm just not a big kart racer, period. Yeah, that's fair. Although yeah. I would still have to give, uh, give a point to Crash Team Racing just for being Crash the Superior Series. Yeah, there we go. Ugh. Crash is not superior Crash to Mario. Crash. Yeah, yeah. Hell PS1 no. Crash. No, bro. Mario Kart. You got Mario characters, and you got Donkey Kong, and you got Yoshi. What is Crash? Can you name like three characters from Crash, Daniel? Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Well, obviously you can, Danny. You're a super Go Tiny. That's three. Croco. What's his name? Croco. Croco. Is that it? I mean, they're they're definitely not as iconic or as memorable or whatever, but I, I'll take the the Crash trilogy, the original tra Crash trilogy, over in uh, Mario sixty four. What? That's yeah. blasphemy. Mario sixty four is nice as a tech demo of like, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. we are figuring out how to do three D, but no. it, it took a, a couple months and a couple years for people you mean to they... how to do it better on the same generation. No, dude. It on the first try. What are you talking about? The, the only platformer For an N64 game, maybe. Dude, the only platformer on the N64 that comes close is Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, on the N64. Yeah, I, I I would argue that Mario 64 as a platformer was not matched until like Mario Galaxy. Like nothing on the GameCube even matches Mario 64. Mario 64 is is like one of the best games ever made. That is a perfect game. I don't know what I mean, you're talking about. I mean, it's a really about. good game. But... It's a good game. I'm not it's saying a it game you just called a tech demo, first of all. Like, that that game is, is it feels good to play it. Like, it's not it's not clunky. The, it, they perfected 
uh, no, they didn't. Platforming on the they first. They did shot. it as well as they could with one stick. I don't think it's perfect because the camera sucks. Yeah, they had. Yeah, like, but stick. that's true of almost every platformer. Nintendo mm-hmm. fucked themselves with the N sixty four controller. Mario sixty four could be a much better game if there were two sticks involved. Well, you can, they... you know, you can play it on a DS or a three DS, and yeah. Well, the DS doesn't even have an analog stick, but if you play it on the 3DS, you get to use the 3DS's little shitty stick. It's still only one stick, though. Uh, well, I guess you can play it on the Switch now. If you're well, not anymore, right? They just took it off the fucking <laughs> store. So I guess fuck you. Yeah, I bought it because you're never gonna see it again. Or you can emulate it and play it better yeah. anyway. Well, the, I mean, the definitive version is the PC oh, port, yeah. Yeah. or you can run it at 60 frames, have a widescreen and a free camera. Yeah. I mean, most of the games we're talking about here are better if you emulate them on PC right now. Like, I, I'm not one of those people that, like, gets yeah. something out of playing a game on its original hardware. Like, I don't fucking care. I just want to play the best version of the game. Um, yeah. Like, I emulate the shit out of the old... Well, the old Resident Evils, you can't even, like, buy them anymore. They just don't want you to play the original 1, 2, and 3. Imagine so you a world emulate of, them. without emulation. You could just not be able to play these games. Yeah. Uh, like the original Metal Gear Solid, I, I think. Oh no, they just put that on GOG actually. But for a while, the only way to play that was on the PS3 store, which is going away. Uh, the only way, the only way to legally play Silent Hill, one of the standouts on this list, is on the PS3 digital store, which is going away in two or three months. Uh. So it will be impossible to buy that game legally, uh, which really fucking sucks. Because I know some people just like just can't do emulation for whatever reason they can't figure it out they don't have a computer they're morally stupid or whatever they think it's a crime those people are just shit out of luck that fucking sucks very sad world uh what was i gonna say oh motherfucker n64 got no load times no load screens everything's seamless yeah but your games are like two hours no they're not two hours (laughs) can you the end- I, I can't beat Super Mario 64 in Dude, two hours. Dude, GoldenEye has like 90 missions. That game's long <laughs> as fuck. And you got the three difficulties, which are that all different. Like, that game is like too long. Yeah. I would argue like with each generation, games kind of got longer. Like if you go back, like most NES games are like an hour and a half. And then some SNES games are long-ish, but most of them are like two to three hours. Like N64... Well, on PlayStation, obviously. We're like the first generation where the games got longer. They started Uh, to have some real epics. And like, I feel like most of these games are a a good length, like 8 to 12 hours, which I think is the perfect length for a game. Most of these games. Well, like something like DK64, which is not a great game. It's just like a bloat fest. That game's like 50 hours long and it really (laughs) doesn't need to be. I've never even finished it just because I give up after like 20 hours. But yeah, what do you got to say about that? On PlayStation, you got to deal with all those shitty ass loading screens. You're playing classic Resident Evil. The game's got to fucking load every time you go through a room. Well, you got to watch a thousand the door, doors. The door animation is cool. It yeah, is cool, but it gets annoying. They turned it into a like a, a novelty. At the time. Yeah, they take their limitations and they turn them into something memorable and great. Well, what That's about? Not a, it's not a positive. It's they're yeah. they're working within the positive. It's yeah, sort of. If you work it within your limitations, you you deliver a better product when you're under limitations. 
Okay, I well, what about all a... the what about all the other games that don't have a fancy animation where you just I'd walk? I'd rather take the advantages of the PlayStation, i.e., like a larger game overall, and just deal with some some loading times. You got you got to run to the the fridge and grab a soda. You know, you got to you got to. Not even bad. What thirty seconds? I well, I mean, 30, I've never been, I've never been that long time since I played. Was it really that long? most of them weren't no they're pretty bad in a lot of games just when you reach the edge of the screen it has to like load the next like sub room in the screen and it takes like 10 seconds it just completely stops the action like most of these games have such like fragmented gameplay because of that limitation uh yeah well that's what i was saying like there's not a lot of like fast-paced games on playstation just because yeah you have to work around that i don't know how spyro pulled it off because spyro there yeah there's there's like ways to do it. Yeah, you can mask the loading and everything. It's not something that every game had stutter. That's not unique to the PS One. Yeah, I, I think the best games on the console like figured it out. Like yeah, Spyro. I just want to put it out there that I think uh, the Spyro trilogy is better than the Crash trilogy. I know that's not a super popular opinion. Mm-hmm. That makes sense though. But I much prefer Spyro. I guess because it's more like Mario. Uh, it's a lot more open. Yeah. I just I, like. Precision platforming to me, I just don't like dying every five seconds, and I don't like, oh, you missed this many boxes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Fucking kill yourself, you know, every level. It's like Crash is trying to tell you you're a bad person for missing all those boxes. It's called 100%ing the game. But it's not fun. It's too hard. Then you don't have to do it. Fun. But I I like collectathons. I I like collecting everything. I just 100% all three. I'd yeah. rather be platforming with the PlayStation controller than with that N64 yeah, controller. Oh, uh, with a D-pad? Yeah, you gotta use the D-pad. I really don't like having to use the D-pad in an action game. It, like, hurts my thumb. I always use the thumbstick, and that works just fine. Well, originally, the, the original DualShock, or I, I guess it wasn't the DualShock, whatever it yeah, was called, it didn't have the... For all you yeah, the Zoomers out one. there, the original controller did not have the analog sticks. It just had the D-pad. DualShock came along, you know in the playstation one's life cycle and then it pretty much got adapted after that which is the other thing too no one updated the n64 controller to just be a better controller but they did that with dualshock that's an upgrade worth it yeah i mean the dualshock is probably like one of the greatest like video game inventions like that is the dna like all modern controllers are based around the dualshock and just the yeah that entire way that you interact with the medium via the controller Having is, two sticks, being able to control the camera is great. Yeah, but so that's. Does, I'd rather play Yoshi's Story. <laughs> yeah, does does Play, PlayStation doesn't have you know Banjo Kazooie or uh, Goemon the Mystical Ninja, or <laughs> Goemon's Great Adventure, or Majora's it's, Mask? PS One has way more games, which is just going to give you a much larger environment yeah. and more and, like more options, more collection. Anybody, and it's like they they give you the same ten and sixty four games. You talk to a PlayStation fan; they're pulling stuff you All never right. heard of, but it's always yeah. cool. Quantity over quality. Gems. No, you find hidden gems. <laughs> there are plenty of good games on PlayStation. There are enough good games on the N sixty four that I that I fuck with that I'd rather fuck with. Okay, okay, you guys, you're gonna need to hear this. I'm googling it right. <laughs> the number number of games on the N64, and this is, let's see, 393 licensed game. Okay, so that looks like 393 is the number. And now I Google number of PS1 games. It's like a thousand, we, right? PlayStation needs like separate uh, 
lists from Wikipedia. A total yeah. of seven thousand nine hundred eighteen <laughs> games were released on the PS One. If you're going on a on a deserted island, which one are you picking? I'm just I'm just asking. To I'm, the fans. Well, I'm picking a PS2 because I can play PS1 and PS2. No, if you only have PS1. N64 all day. It's not going to break after a week. (laughs) You take a PlayStation on a desert island, that shit's going to be broken. A fucking rock's going to fall on it. There's going to be like a tsunami. Well, good thing I don't live on a deserted island. Like, here about, how about this? People are still seeking the the original PlayStation 1 console because it has such a good disc reader and such a good audio codec or something like that, that it makes for a genuinely good CD playing experience. It's like excellent <laughs> hardware for playing CDs. Who fucking cares, People man? Still, okay, the, the quality of that console, the parts in it are so, you know, so high that even once people are no longer playing PS1 games anymore, people still are trying to get PS1s because of the quality of their parts and their usefulness. That's not something that exists in any real capacity for the N64. That doesn't I matter. Can't, I don't. I don't care that the PlayStation can play CDs. Still, who cares? I can't imagine that that like people today are looking for PS One games. No, they are. <laughs> or PS PS Ones because they like. No, it's a real thing. They they the audio files are crazy. And it's one of those things that's actually true. Not like taping yeah. back to your wires, supposedly <laughs> getting better quality. Like the PS One's reader is actually genuinely better for that sort of thing. Like yeah. the quality of the part is superior. It was nice having a CD player. Uh, well, I already I had a couple CD players. It wasn't like an extra CD player. Yeah. It's nice, I guess. That's not as big of a deal as like DVD with the PS2. No, but yeah. it definitely shows you. It leads to the evolution of the PS2 as a DVD player. Yeah, you know, you can still sit down and play a soundtrack on your TV. Or some games would even let you play the soundtrack off of them, which was neat. That's yeah, but... just like a like the the memory card screen, like you've got that screen like that you can you can deal with when you don't have a game inserted. Like being able to go, even though there's not a lot of options in there, just like having that extra layer outside okay. of the game that you have in the console. Like, well, I will argue the opposite. My favorite part about the N64 compared to modern consoles is that you just turn the fucker on and you start playing the game. You don't have to go through any bullshit, any menus. It's to the point, like, it's so fast that if you turn on the console and then turn on your TV, you'll, like, miss part of the audio bite. Like, I remember playing Donkey Kong 64 and you, like, turn on the N64 and then you turn on your TV and all you hear is, K! Because he says, okay, at the beginning. But I would always just hear, K! Because it's fucking instant. The second you turn that fucker on, it starts. The fucking yeah, game starts. Yeah, turn your TV on first. I don't know. It's funnier. Okay, Same with Mario where it's like, let's go. PlayStation has that cool ass intro that's like. <laughs> Didn't Brian Eno write that? Probably. Now I have to Google that. I think he did. Yeah, I won't argue that that shit's cool. Again, you know, I'm a fan of... Uh, playstation as well because being able to go in and directly manipulate all the save data on your memory card you can do that on the n64 too what yeah uh i can't remember how but there is a way to do that i think you I might remember how to do it on the ps1 on the ps1 it's a lot easier for sure you just have to couldn't you like if you if you turned on the playstation while the disc was open while the uh if the disc no tray CD was open the... yeah or if it was open on the the i suppose i never did it that way well, because the original version, the disc like slid in, right? 
where the the updated slim version it was like a where the disc tray opens you know no they both had a, a lid on them. oh okay yeah uh, if you if you it, turned it on with the lid open you could also do that and that let you have the functionality of like being able to trade animals to another stave file on harvest moon and that that had like a little bit a little bit of like functionality built into it as well it was just like a more open environment and then developers could go in and say like hey turns out we can trades a little bit of save data between memory card a and memory card b and suddenly your game has a new feature on it that you couldn't yeah. have on the n64 uh did you know that if you open the disc tray during a cutscene, you can skip the cutscene, like in a final fantasy game uh no. i know you could manipulate the cutscenes in a certain way by doing that but i i don't know the specifics yeah i used to do that because i would i replayed the shit out of those final fantasy games Sometimes I would want to skip the cutscenes. It's just cool that once you like learn that, it's just cool. You just open it and then close it, and it'll skip the cutscene. That shit's tight. Okay, so who who has a point? <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Metal Gear. We didn't even bring up Metal Gear yet. Meryl. One of the most influential, greatest uh, games of all time. A game that is five hours of David Hayter asking questions. The DARPA chief. What's going on? Have you played that game recently? Don't 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 start on it. Don't, <laughs> don't try to go that, down that. That rabbit. game has like two hours of gameplay in it, like wrapped around five hours of just David Hayter asking questions about everything, and then these overly long cutscenes. Storytelling experience. Yeah, the one that you don't get on the N sixty four. Uh, yeah. What about the be- the best you got on sixty four is oh I gotta save Peach. You got Majora's. You got Majora's Mask. You got Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark's a good story. You got uh fucking uh Paper Mario. Paper Mario is like Paper Mario was my entry into RPGs. I never played. But um, yeah, it sucks. The lack of RPGs on the N sixty four fucking sucks. If you like story driven games, yeah, that kind of sucks. Uh, especially like a million and one JRPGs on the PS4. But I, also, I would argue if you if you don't like JRPGs or like survival horror. The PlayStation just doesn't have as much to offer because so many of the classic games are JRPGs and survival horror. But there's such a variety of. Them. I think there's plenty to yeah. offer. There's racing games. There's you got your platformers. You got Crash and Spyro. You've got your uh, you got your survival your, horror, like you said. You got your Tekken. You got fighting games. Yeah. What are you gonna play? Clay Fighter on the dude. Clay Fighter. No, you're playing fucking Tekken, dude. Bio Freaks. Has Bio anyone freeze. played that? Oh, that game sucked. But I, I have yeah, a trump I, card. I have a trump card that I haven't dropped yet. Oh, guess. that I, I I actually just realized it's not a trump card because it's on both consoles. <laughs> Whoops! Glo- <laughs> I was gonna say Glover. Oh, just the meme. Oh. Although uh, the N sixty four version is much better. So yeah, Glover. That's my trump card. That's what I played it on, and like whenever I, I feel like it's such a for some reason it's this like um. Uh, controversial like thing you you either love glover or you hate it i feel like everyone who played it on the n64 loves it and everyone who played it on the ps1 fucking hates it i i played it on n64 and i hate it that game sucks you, oh fuck you it, <laughs> i love that why game. would they add a mechanic like you can cycle through different balls right and each ball it's serves a, a different move, function dude. right but one you of the balls is a fucking crystal where you just yeah, kill yourself exactly. so if you're cycling and you like let go at the wrong time you just fucking kill yourself and it's like why would you put that in the game here i've got i've got the trump card for playstation okay and 
N64 does not have any rhythm games. <laughs> Damn, he's true. And PS had the fucking DDR with the DDR got Beatmania, and guess what? Parappa the fucking rapper. That game. That game is like not worth like full price. It's such a short game. It's it's like it's like not even an hour long, but it's memorable. <laughs> that's I don't know. I, rhythm games are fine. I don't feel like that's like a major selling point of the PlayStation. Like, oh no, the N sixty four doesn't have any rhythm games. I love rhythm games, so yeah. I mean, I can't, I don't think there's a single one. It's just on. the genre that the PS one did have. But that's also a genre that you can fulfill in the arcade. No, but I'm not, yeah. not comparable. DDR is better than the arcade. Yeah, if I want to play DDR, I don't want to have to go to an arcade every time. Yeah, I want to play it at home. I want to have the yeah. arcade experience at home, and PlayStation allows that. Uh, should we at like least? They, they fucked I mean, up. They could have. They could have released better Pokemon games on the N64, and I think that would have been dope. But they didn't. Uh, I really like Snap. I think Snap's underrated. I like Snap too, but like. There's Snap and there's Stadium. Stadium was like interesting enough to catch my eye as a kid, but then they never did like a console Pokemon game, a console well, Pokemon RPG. I just played uh, Puzzle League, Pokemon Puzzle League for the first time. Oh yeah, Puzzle League is good. Uh, and then I don't. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't make. Uh, I th- I thought uh, Pokemon games were always gonna be until like, the Switch. Today. Yeah, and and Switch is Switch itself is like part mobile yeah so even to this day they still haven't brought pokemon off of mobile technically i mean dude game game freak are a terrible developer and they've never they could not they have really fumbled the transition to 3d like i think if they had made a mainline pokemon game on the n64 it could have killed the franchise it would have been terrible hey you pikachu hey you pikachu (laughs) is fucking unplayable (laughs) that game sucks I remember I, I had a, a really weird, vivid dream where I was a kid where instead of Hey You Pikachu, it was Hey You George Clooney. <laughs> what? And he had to talk to George Clooney on the mic and he would do stuff. What the fuck? Yeah. I think because I was really into uh, South Park and he's in the South Park movie and that came out around the same time as Hey You Pikachu. So I was just like in my brain like, oh, George Clooney. If they had released that on the N64, I think that... <laughs> hey, you George Clooney, yeah. That, that would have been, been dope. They missed an opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like th- this was... N64 was, like, within... This generation of console was within Nintendo's grasp. They just didn't quite, like, deliver on the the generation the way they could have. I don't know. I feel even, like, you can use a PS1 controller and a PS1 memory card in a PS2. That gives the PS1 hardware that longevity. That gives like the PS1 like overall experience that longevity. You can't use an N64 controller on the GameCube, and God knows you can't use like a Rumble Pack or or a memory card or anything like that. Yeah, but you, you could also argue that that it's kind of lazy that Sony doesn't innovate and like at least Nintendo tries. Sometimes they fail, but like each console is completely unique and they innovate. You know, like. Yeah, you couldn't play N64 on your GameCube because the GameCube was just so different. You got the adaptive L and R on there, and yeah, you guys talked about the like the little adapter slot on the back, like it was a negative. But like n- now they they didn't do a whole lot of good with it, but it had potential, and they could have tried to do more with with uh, 
different features in games because that that Nintendo really is all about like their their innovation and that modularity that that N64 controller with all its faults it you had the ability to have these little attachments that little hardware that could come with the game and you would get a unique gaming experience you could only have with that now like it I think it was a little uh, uh, ahead of its time it, it was too early to do something like that because electronics were still too expensive so all these all these little extensions and things you could have in the back of your controller were were just too costly to include in a in a, in a game yeah and they didn't work well like hey you pikachu having like microphone and like it just didn't work well it didn't work at all <laughs> yeah i like anybody that says they got that game to work is a fucking liar man um i never even played it the n64 just like it was built it was built with with the potential for additions in my, in mind already on the design table. Like there's all these little things on the bottom, all these slots that they're like, well, we're probably going to do something with this later. And there was nothing more cool to me than back in the day than being able to play uh, a fucking Game Boy Color game on the TV. Like I fucking love that. That was cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Playing Pokemon like in the Pokemon stadium attachment was really cool actually playing pokemon red on the tv and yeah, like being able to transfer your pokemon, pokemon into stadium yeah but was it was that a thing you could do with all no, Boy games? i think just stadium but i mean that's 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 pretty limited then if you i mean no, that's the kind of feature it. too where if nintendo was like all right we're gonna have our n64 console and then we're gonna make it more of a kind of like utility thing so here's a cartridge where you can play all your game boy games on the tv that would be cool as like a universal sort of adapter, but they didn't, I don't know. I guess they just didn't have that foresight again. Like you can use the PlayStation to play audio CDs. You know, that's just a useful function that it serves. You can't generally use the N64 to play GameCube game or uh, Game Boy games on your TV, which would be a huge point in Nintendo's column in this, can in, in this scenario, but not know, to mention that it. Super Nintendo could do that, you know? You had the Super Game Boy. Exactly. And it's, it's like a step back that you can only play Pokemon Red and you can't play other games. I'm almost sure that the that the N64 had an attachment on the bottom that went on the bottom of the, the console. Similar we to the, the GameCube one. That would be a huge point in Nintendo's column, I think. But like it was it was a console that like just played the games and it it didn't seem to have any more like purpose beyond that. Yeah, I don't know what Nintendo was doing because yeah, I looked it up. There, there was no Game Boy Player for the N sixty four. You could only play the Pokemon games like through Pokemon Stadium's attachment. Yikes. Which means they could have made an attachment for Game Boy games, but they just didn't. Yeah, Nintendo like they just dropped the ball there. Like that's I think that's just a clear example of them like dropping the ball. I I think because I don't think they were expecting. I don't think anyone expected the PlayStation to be as big as it was. I think Nintendo kind of got used to being like number one and like dunking on Sega. Uh, Cause like the super Nintendo is just, is a vastly better console than the Genesis. And yeah, the, they got some real competition. The NES is like, you know, nothing compared to the NES at the time. See, I think Nintendo just kind of took it easy on this one and they kind of fucked up in that regard. But man, I can't deny like, Ocarina of Time and Banjo Kazooie and Majora's Mask and Mario 64. 
those are all pretty like stellar games. There, there really is no arguing that. But on the N sixty four, and this is kind of more true of Nintendo generally, you've got these core franchise games. They've got their flagship games. They're going to be really good. They're going to be spectacular. They're going to make sure they deliver with them. But like you don't have too much outside of that. I had a, a million different platformers to choose from on the PlayStation. So while Mario 64 is a really great game, I had a bunch of really also great games to choose from. And I could play this game from Japan or this game from, you know, whatever. Um, there's just a lot more variety. You know, Ocarina of Time is great. If you're going to play one fantasy, you know, action role-playing sort of game in your life, then Ocarina of Time maybe wouldn't be a bad choice. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna Whoa. pick one from that generation. Controversy but, alert. Did you just say did you just call Zelda an RPG? But you know, if you wanted to experience any sort of variety or be playing games in an environment where there's a bunch of different franchises and a bunch of different series that all deliver on that genre in different and interesting and innovative ways, you know, the PlayStation is just the environment for you. Yeah, I, think, I can't argue I that it's got more variety. Yeah, but quality doesn't or quantity doesn't beat quality in yeah. this case. I think there's for for every for every one good platformer on uh on the PS1, there's like fifty just absolute trash games. Yeah, and dude, these platformers that, you're talking about, like outside of Crash and Spyro, they're all just like okay or bad or like completely forgotten. Like I. I would rather play 10 amazing games than 50 okay games. Isn't that the same case for N64 platformers? You have Mario 64, Banjo. Uh, you got Goemon's Great Adventure. You got Yoshi's Story. No. Yoshi's uh, Story is not good. And you got Kirby and, the, okay. Kirby and the Crystal Shards is underrated. I don't like Kirby at all. Every Kirby well, game I've played, it's really boring. I love Kirby and the Crystal Shards. That game is good. Yoshi's Story. I don't know if you said Yoshi's Story. Yeah. Not a, lot of, uh, not, not a lot of people have played Goemon's Great Adventure, but I think that's Yoshi's one of the best. Yoshi's Story is okay, games. but it, it, it doesn't compare to Yoshi's Island. This is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I also wanted to bring up, like, art style, because uh, I think N64 games visually have aged better than PlayStation because there's more of an emphasis on, like, colorful and memorable art styles, where most PlayStation games were trying to be realistic and obviously realistic graphics age worse because they don't look realistic. <laughs> they look like shit because of the oh. technology. Uh, like, at, at least with N64 games, you can, like, see the characters' faces, unlike, like, Final Fantasy games, where if you tried to zoom in on somebody's face, it's just, like, a mess of pixels. You know, what's that meme where it's, like, Final Fantasy VIII, where she's like, you're the most attractive guy at this party, and then it shows, like, the zoom in of his face, and he just looks like a fucking jumble. You know, what do you have to say about that? I think play, PlayStation has colorful games. Yeah, it's just, there were plenty of like pink and blue and green and bright colors on the PlayStation. It's just. Out of 7,000 games, I think there's going to be plenty of colors. Yeah, but mo most of those games are not worth playing. Most of them are just shovelware. I'm talking about of the heavy hitters. Like what heavy hitters are colorful outside maybe like Spyro, Crash, and Ape Escape? Gran Turismo has a lot of different colored cars. <laughs> oh i mean cargo fast I don't, I don't know really i don't weren't... i don't i don't buy that point okay <laughs> bro banjo kazooie still looks cute as fuck like right now 
where you yeah, pull, you pull they, up. They they did a very very they did a great, but that's a huge plus towards like the art design of Banjo and Kazooie, not of the entire N sixty four. But I feel like no, PlayStation just doesn't have a lot of games like that with that with like a memorable art style. Well, if if you're talking about you know games that you haven't played that you haven't heard of, well, of course you haven't heard of them, but. You can't just use that as an argument just because, oh, well, there's 7,000 games. Some of them might be good. You'll never know. It's because no there one most definitely is good games within those 8,000 plays. But I'm never going to play them, and you're That's never going to play them, so who cares? What are you, a baby? Oh, it's a cute cartoon. I'm, I'll play, I'll keep Silent Hill, okay? I don't <laughs> care about your fucking colors. I mean, what I, about, okay, you want to talk about dark colored games, whatever, whatever, go fuck yourself. How about Symphony <laughs> of the Night? Yeah, Symphony of the Night. What a beautiful game. Symphony of the Night is basically a Super Nintendo game, visually. They just kind of took the It's not on Super Nintendo, it's (laughs) on PlayStation. I know, but it's an it's an it's an adaptation. Ironically, the N sixty four got the like shitty three D Castlevania and the PlayStation got the like classic two D Nintendo style Castlevania. That was just a fucking mix up right there. I don't know. PlayStation one was probably better for pixel art. Uh and boy, did they deliver. I, well, again, I'm going to bring up Goemon's Great Adventure because that is a gorgeous 2D side scroller. It's not that they, it wasn't doable. It's just Nintendo wasn't interested in it for whatever reason. I mean, Sony wasn't either. Like, Symphony of the Night is one of the few 2D games of that era, uh, which I, mean, I think is a mistake. Colors, I think we can all agree that that sucks. Like, like what about Toomba? But you're probably like, oh, oh fuck I've never Tomba. heard of Tomba. I know too. That's that's the game with the meme where the guy's on the couch. Yeah, and like, like, can I you please I shut would, up? I wish you would stop talking. Tomba is fine. It's okay. Noah, Ape Escape. You already oh. mentioned Spyro. What about Croc? One and two. Oh my god. Gex, bro. Gex is on Gex both. Gex is technically on both, but it is better on the PlayStation, to be the fair. Uh, there were Mega Man platformers on the PlayStation 1, but not on the N64. That's true. Mega Man also did switch. Like what the fuck? It, like there was a whole generation where there just wasn't a Mega Man. Oh, but game. like no, motherfucker, you like Mega Man Legends. You always bring. Oh no, was that I on do. the? Was was that only on the PlayStation? It's, Mega Man Legends is on both, but I'm talking oh, okay. about the Mega Man X stuff. Yeah, Legends was on both though. Yeah, Nintendo definitely Legend fucked up with that too. Game. Yeah, Mega Man Legends three needs to exist, but I don't think it ever will, which is just such a damn shame. I'm I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, so I don't really care either way and there are you know there are plenty of most of the classic Mega Man games are on super nintendo and the nes but we're not talking about those yeah i mean you got dragon um, you got dragon or... quest on playstation yeah oh we we RPG. didn't not in america well i mean it's still on playstation yeah but we're we're talking about no North you could here. import you could import what are you gonna learn japanese that's an yeah, RPG, dude. Final it's all reading. <laughs> you had Xenogears, you had Chrono Cross. Yeah, I mean, all the, like... You had a version of Chrono Trigger come out on PS1, but not on the N64. Yeah, the PS1 fucking dominated in terms of JRPGs. That's, this is true. And that's like, dude, that's a huge portion of the PS1. Not yeah. the entirety of it, but like... Boy, if you want to, like, there are so many rabbit hole games for you to go down and just sink 100 hours into a JRPG. Brave Fencer Musashi, that's my favorite. I'm calling that one out. Oh, shit, I do have to, I 
uh, I misspoke. Dragon Quest Seven actually did come out in America. Bam. But I don't think it was had much of a wide release because I never even knew about it at the time. And you're big on Parasite Eve, but that was definitely yeah. I like Parasite Eve. Like I said, I dude, I fucking love, I fucking love Resident Evil. I love Silent Hill. I love Parasite Eve. I love Metal Gear Solid, even though I was talking shit about it. I love Spyro. I just love N64 more. Why? Day I'm gonna want to play like Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Kazooie, or Super Mario, or I'm gonna want to play these other platformers and and have like a relaxed. If I want to sit down and play games for like an hour and just chill with, well, yeah, I don't know. The N64 side to me sounds like I just want to play Mario 64 over and over again. No, yeah, like I, I feel like right now. In the year 2021, if you were to go back and play one, you know, and you only had time for one one console from that generation, you might want to go with the N64 because you really do have those classics like Mario 64 and Banjo and Kazooie, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's great. If you're talking about going back and playing a couple key games from the past in the present day, then maybe. But I'm talking about if you're a kid growing up, and you get a PlayStation or an N64, and you have to make that choice. I'm going with like the huge ecosystem of the PlayStation. Yeah, every but time. when I was a kid, like I could only afford, or it's not even my money. Like I could only get like ten games in the lifetime of a console, so it didn't really matter. What you get. Well, sorry, I was fucking poor. Like, but if you're fucking poor, it doesn't matter how many games are on a fucking. It doesn't you matter that there are a million games on the PS2. Yeah, it's Blockbuster. Like, I rented so many games. Yeah, but the like, what are you gonna do? Rent Final Fantasy VIII like f- yeah. fifty you buy, times? Why not? <laughs> you buy the hundred hour that's, game. That's that's expensive too, man. And you rent the. It was like what six seven bucks to rent a game for a week or whatever. I never Usually like five dollars a week. I hated renting games because I knew other people like didn't give a shit and didn't care for them, and you never knew if you were gonna like rent something and bring and then it have home. to bring it back. Yeah, scratched. Yeah, but yeah, I just uh, I rented that shit. PlayStation One had that Harry Potter game. That so, game is oh, yeah. not great. But it definitely didn't. Come I know out a lot of people that like that before. game. It's fine. That was an okay game. That was the game. That got me into uh, inverted controls. Oh no! Oh, it's the it game that converted you. Oh. It's the game. Yeah. Of a bad person. Because there's a part where you're flying around on the broom, and it's like, do you want to invert the controls? And it makes sense because you're flying on a broom. <laughs> so I went with it. But then I, I think I just, you know, I kept the camera that way forever from then on. Well, I mean, most games on the way anyway. have inverted camera, like Goldeneye has their in- inverted look. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck crack like game developers were smoking back then. Inverted controls is the dumbest shit ever, and it's it's a scourge. I can do both. I just preferred like. Well, how many like it's normal like like randomly certain games you just wouldn't have a choice and it would be inverted, and some people just stuck to it because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not superior in any way. What about fighting games? Other than Smash Bros, I think the PlayStation One really won. Oh out yeah, I mean Tekken. I, I Smash One sucks. Like I, I do not like the first Smash. Oh, that's kind of terrible. Smash like, One is good. Like Smash, Smash One is good. awful. It's so it's floaty great... and slow, and you don't have any moves, and you don't have any characters. It's a good like proof of concept for basically a, yeah, a genre for melee. or a series <laughs> that never existed. 
You're like, oh shit, Pikachu's beating up Mario. I, I, I loved it at the time, but I feel like it's just horrible compared to all the other ones. Yeah, especially with just how they nailed it so like square on the head with Melee that they wouldn't be able to beat Melee until like this last generation in terms of an actually decent Smash game. Well, as we all know, Melee is like so broken that it somehow comes out like perfect. Eh, I'd rather play Ultimate. I'd rather play Glover. <laughs> on on N sixty four, yeah. Yeah. Uh Soul Reaver. Yeah, all your fucking Dude, weeb games. Cry. Congratulations, you got nine hundred fucking weeb games. Dude, yeah. Oh my two- god. Tomb Raider, you got Tomb Tony Raider Hawk. sucks. Fuck Tomb Raider. One, two, three. Tomb Raider has not aged at all. Tony Hawk is on N64 as well, technically. Nobody wants to play Tony Hawk on the 64, though. Twisted yeah, Metal. Yeah, they I took lo- out the I music. Love, I love Twisted Metal. Should we Should we at least acknowledge that the Sega Saturn existed? <laughs> I've never played a Saturn once in my life. I don't think yeah. anyone has. It's like a myth. <laughs> yeah, so... I was looking up PS1 games and it, it gives you like a list of, you know, the most. Dude, Wipeout. Games. Wipeout is one of the greatest racing now games. Wave Runner. N64 games. N64 games. Get this. Super Mario 64, Mario Kart, Legend of Zelda, uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Legend of Zelda. It's just, it's all Mario. It's all Nintendo franchises. And no. Yeah. Star Fox 64, Diddy Kong Racing, Pokemon Snap. You got Mario. I got a list. Stadium, Mario Party, Kirby, Yoshi Story, Mario Party, Super Smash. You have to really go down that list before you get something that's not. No, what about GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, Conker's Bad Fur Day, Banjo Kazooie? All rare games. Okay, you got Turok. You got three Turok games. Nintendo and Rare Machine is what the N64 is, which is fine. What about Doom 64? Doom 64 is great. It wasn't good to play on, with on the 64. It finally got ported, yeah, thank God. This is but, true. Dude, you got the, the, the Goemon games. Those games fucking cool. So what if Rare made all those half those games? Why does that matter? Yeah, well, who gives a fuck who made the game? I care if they're good or not. I don't care that most of the good games are Nintendo. It's a Nintendo console. It's, but it's the same 15 games. They're, yeah, and, and they're fucking great games. Well, when I was growing up, I wanted more than 15 games. Well, I couldn't afford 15 <laughs> games, yeah. motherfucker. Mr. fucking uh, Roddy, Roddy Rich. No, not right. What's his name? What's the, the, the rich little kid? The famous rich kid? Um, uh, no. Uh, uh, rich Little? No. Roddy Rich? Stuart Little? Is it Roddy Rich? Robbie Rich. Robbie Rich? Richie Rich? Richie Rich? Richie Rich. Fucking Richie Rich over here. Oh, I can have more than 15 (laughs) games on my PlayStation. (laughs) Wow. Guess what? I can also fit more than 15 games on my bookshelf, bitch. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) well... Money, money bags, Daniel. Fucking, fucking <laughs> Scrooge McDuck over here with his fucking pile of seven hundred PlayStation games. I'm, I'm lobbying for the people again. I'm lobbying for the fucking kids who only could have ten games or fewer. N64 and they is for the you. Best possible experience. Yeah, Nintendo like, games no, never go on sale. You had the greatest hits on PlayStation, and those were cheaper when they became greatest hits. This is true. I can't argue against Nintendo's bullshit pricing. So you're, I think you're spending more for less games on Nintendo. Uh, 
I don't know. It depends on when you get into it, because you kind of had to wait for those greatest hits games. I don't know, man. N64 games are just more fun. No. Yeah. Fuck Mario. Better multiplayer, <laughs> too. Sure. But PlayStation does have the multi-tap. I never yeah, but th- you had to buy it though. The N sixty four by default has four controller That's slots. Definitely a point for the N sixty four. Yeah, yeah. The, the two, but two. I, I feel like two. You know, realistically, I, I didn't have four controllers. You, you would be playing two player. Well, you just if you it's have friends who like have party. controllers also. Yeah, I didn't have. I only had two, but like, you have a Smash party. You know, usually somebody else will have a controller at least or Goldeneye. Bro, Pokemon Stadium, the Lickitung minigame. That's true. That wins Possibly. just right there. Where Lickitung, you're Lickitung and you're eating the sushi off the conveyor belt. And sometimes they're spicy. And you go, oh, and you got to run around and you can't control it. That shit's underrated. I, 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 like, I can't believe they haven't made just like a standalone Pokemon minigame game, you know? Because those minigames are fucking awesome. Like, I played more of that than the stadium aspect of the game. Yeah, so while we're talking about Pokemon and going back to the fact that they didn't make a 3D Pokemon on uh, N64, meanwhile, you still had Digimon World 1, 2, and 3 on the uh, PS1. Digimon, yeah, your fucking Kmart Pokemon. Shit out of. Well, guess what? If I wanted a little monster fucking JRPG game on a console, I couldn't get one on N64. You so can just play I've on your Game Boy. Even... Who cares? Pokemon, oh, Pokemon okay. works Mr. better Mr. on handheld. Before the people tell us to go buy a Game Boy now. It's not. It's not about like the playing that kind of game. Like you just want to play a a fucking JRPG at that point. But if you wanted to play, you, you played Pokemon. You didn't play Pokemon because you wanted to play a JRPG. You want to. You played it because you wanted to play Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is kind of a terrible JRPG. All eight people who played Digimon like play digimon because that's I, I don't even know why they played digimon they should have just played pokemon uh because digi- digiman stands tweet at 30 year old boomercast and then let me know that i'm a piece of shit and grayson Look, also everyone knows that the digimon world games were really fucking <laughs> awesome <laughs> and i played i rented one of them and it was okay it was nah. pretty cool especially as a kid your, your Digimon uh, would evolve into a certain thing depending on what you did with it. And mine always turned into a turd, but that was just me. Wow, what but a riveting game! You couldn't even try to get that experience on the N sixty four. So Pokemon Stadium was shit. Pokemon is a handheld franchise. Who cares? No, you could play it on a TV, and it would have been good. Well, you can and with Pokemon I Stadium. And trillions of other people out there wanted to play a three D Pokemon game. We never got it. And we never will, because Game Freak fucking sucks at making games. Okay, well, guess what? If Nintendo's going to count on Game Freak for making some Nintendo 64 games, and Game Freak fucks up and doesn't make the game that everyone on Earth wants to play, like that's a knock against them, you know? We're talking about a game that doesn't exist. Like, who cares? It should have, because games like it existed on the PS1. There was the, the PS1. <laughs> yeah, where's the Pokemon on N64? Where's Metroid? Yeah, where's, Fire Emblem uh, got canceled. Fire Emblem, where's uh... that? Wouldn't have come out in America probably anyway. But well, you know they were gonna do that stupid ass sixty four DD thing with the with the disc drive. Yeah, I think it did technically come out in Japan. Oh, they only sold fifteen thousand total. Holy shit! Yeah, like F Zero X used it. You could make your own track. 
but yeah, it was a failure. Yeah, all the all the all the add-ons that they tried to add for the N64 just ended up failing or just not having much potential. So I don't think that's a that that there's. I'm judging it on what what they did, what they released, and how much they used it. I feel like also, if you, I'm gonna make this point again, but if you look at the PS1 and the PS2, the PS2 is very much like what can we take that worked about the PS1 because the PS1 works so well. And so the PS2 very much was a PS1 that just did more and did better. Whereas I yeah. feel between the N64 and the GameCube, it was kind of like, oh, we fucked up and we didn't have a Game Boy player. So let's make a special one for the GameCube for Game Boy Advance games that actually does what we should have done last generation. But that, oh, we have a controller that's more ergonomic and doesn't require you to have three hands. I feel like the GameCube fixed a lot of mistakes in, in, a, in a big way was Nintendo admitting that they, they screwed up a lot of the process of the N64. But that's a knock against PlayStation, because it's not unique. It's just, oh, PlayStation 2. It's better than PlayStation. Have, why do they have Because the N64 is unique. The PlayStation 2 the, is one of the, the PS2 consoles ever. I know. So that that to me, that takes points away from PS1, because it's like, there's not even a reason to own a PS1. You can just own a PS2. Whoa. No, because you can still play the games. Play a PlayStation 1 game on a PlayStation 2 with a PlayStation 1 memory card and a PlayStation 1 controller. Yeah. Just because you have it plugged into a PS2 console doesn't like somehow invalidate (laughs) all of the PS1. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's just, it's just, like I said, it's. You can't even play N64 games if you want because there's no easy way to get them. And your memory, your like the, the battery in your game is gonna die eventually. The Wii, the Wii Shop is gonna disappear. Yeah, I mean, the, you just buy them you, on eBay, same as PlayStation games. They don't sell. I mean, it depends on the game whether or not you like. Like I said, Silent Hill, you won't be able to buy at all uh, in a couple months. Uh, well, that's yeah, uh, that's a Konami. I mean, most of the good games on N64 are Nintendo made. Yeah. And they're the ones that are fucking that up. I'm assuming we're talking about the 95 to like 2000 time frame where the game, where we're kids and we actually have these consoles. And we're okay, playing. you're right. That's fair. Like, we're, we're talking at the time. Well, yeah, okay. I thought we were talking retrospectively, which is better. <laughs> I think we're talking, I thought we were talking retrospectively. I guess like, both, whatever. I mean, it's like, as a kid, I would have rather have had a, a PS1. I, um, I, I was definitely a Nintendo kid. That was part of my identity. Although Final Fantasy IX like moved me in a way that no other game ever has, and that's a PlayStation game. But that doesn't like make up for everything else on the N64 to me. It just seems like PlayStation 1 has better JRPGs. It has better non-kart racing games. It has better fighting games. It has better survival horror. You know, has at least comparable platformers. It's, it's like what, what other than de- delivering on like a bright and shiny Nintendo experience, like what does the N64 even do better? Okay, the N64 has by far better platformers, I would say. Uh, better adventure games, you know, like Zelda and the like. The N64, you know, the controls suck, but the, the games themselves, the first person shooters, like dunk on the PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like you got Doom 64, Goldeneye, Perfect Dark. Star Fox is kind of a shooter. It's not really a shooter, but did did, did the PlayStation even have any big first-person shooters? Um, is there I mean, like it, a Doom? There's a port of Doom. Is there a Doom port? Yeah, Doom on PSX. It has different music. 
Oh no. But it's good. It's like eerie. It's like same shit. It's the same guy that did the that composed Doom 64's music. So it's really creepy oh. and eerie. Oh, and then 64's got Turok too. So if you like first person shooters, like or platformers, or adventure games, or party games, or multiplayer games, N64 wins. Yeah, if you wanted to play games with friends and back back more than one other friend. <laughs> no, even still just like with one other friend, like just playing playing whatever cooperatively was was more fun. And and really when when I was a kid and I played games, I didn't really own any of these consoles. Like that was my experience playing with exclusively with friends. I never played a game you know, like I'd play like uh, single player games on occasion when I'd go over and we'd we'd hang out. But most of the time, my experience was playing uh, with friends, and it was a more enjoyable experience um, having that multiplayer experience. And I, I don't think I ever uh, like there isn't really many multiplayer games that I would want to play on the PlayStation. So basically, if you play PlayStation, you're a loner. Look, man, I mean, I, I guess they. Both had Gauntlet Legends, but so long as I could play Gauntlet Legends, I was happy. Oh yeah, Gauntlet. I didn't even write that down. Yeah, I guess being able to play Gauntlet four-player would make it the objectively superior experience than the, the two-player PS1 version. Because then you'd have to get the multi-tap, and it's definitely a knock against the PlayStation. But From the mouth of the most competitive person here, <laughs> Nintendo's four wins. Four three or four player games which 90% of the time like 99% of the time you're you're playing single player and then of that time you're playing multiplayer 90% of the time it's going to be just you or one other person like that that really niche case of like I'm having a birthday party and but we don't have a multi I don't know bro I had I had a lot of like neighborhood friends and we played smash and mario kart and stuff like four people or yeah, more and you got to like so rotate probably, them out him and his brother like oh whenever you go over there's like your friend and maybe his brother or sister you, you're you're at least playing with with uh one or two other people every time um i would play with my parents too like me and my sister and my parents would play mario kart uh yeah uh, we only had two controllers though so i guess that doesn't really definitely <laughs> the better uh multiplayer experience i, I won't deny I think that my dad, my dad has dunked on video games my entire life he just <laughs> fucking hates them yeah, I mean, most parents do. What are you gonna? Do? I wanted nothing more when I was when I was a kid to like play games with my parents because I had friends. I knew, I knew friends who had their parents uh, like play games with them, and I, I really wanted that. But they were just like, "This is fu- this is stupid." I'm gonna go watch basketball. Yeah, I I had a friend who his dad beat Goldeneye on Perfect Agent, and I just thought he was a god. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" I wish my dad beat GoldenEye on Perfect Agent. I would yeah. brag about that shit every day at school. Yeah, I feel like uh, the N64 is like the most parent-friendly multiplayer. Because my parents definitely played with us like exclusively N64. Like they, they just never played with us ever again on any other console. <laughs> Something about like Mario Kart 64 is just like the most parent-friendly of those games. A system that brought families together. Yeah, it brought my family briefly back together. My my parents never played any games with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think that's that's everyone. I wrote at least Rob for for a brief moment. <laughs> yeah, for one <laughs> generation. My dad played one game of Jet Moto Three with me, and that's that's been it my entire life. Yeah, it's sad. They, I don't think they realized how much it would have meant to us. You know, you should definitely share your kids' hobbies. You know. Yep. Well, what are you guys gonna do if you're if you have kids and they're into sports? I'm gonna go to his game. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the game. On. Are you gonna play catch with your son? Yeah. I mean, my, I'm gonna my get better. Gonna automatically be better than me at catch. Dude, playing catch like they need to do studies on that. But like playing catch with your dad, just like there's just something about it. It just enriches what? your uh, life. I don't know. I, I, I used to know. play catch with my dad, and it felt like a chore to go out. I hated playing dad. catch. I played ca- catch, and the, he threw the ball. He, he threw the baseball at me, and it hit me in the face. Oh my oh, god! I don't know about that. I didn't have that experience. I don't. I have no coordination. I cannot fucking catch anything. I I still like playing catch. I don't know. I'm like naturally gifted. I could like throw a perfect spiral football when I was like four years old for some reason. It's good to see you made use of it. Yeah, well, I have chronic migraines, so I couldn't play football. <laughs> Why don't you rub it in, Daniel? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, you're bald too. <laughs> you can you can be bald and play football. Fuck off. Fuck. <laughs> no, the helmet rubs oh. against your head and gives you a a, a burn. <laughs> Fucking Brian Erlacher is bald, and there are other Peyton Manning uh, okay. barely had any hair. No sports talk. All right, this is not fine. a sports yeah, podcast. No sports talk. I'm gonna do a sports episode with somebody else. Every sport, sports, <laughs> you have to uh, donate a dollar to. Speaking of sports, what about NFL Blitz? Our own Patreon. Uh, yeah, dude, Life Nation had so many sports games. NF uh, N64 had had them too, the Madden games and yeah. the Blitz games. Well, Blitz was on N64. Yeah. I pl- I played some of that and some of Madden. I didn't understand them. Football's so fucking complicated. It's like, pick one of these plays. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck these mean. All the X's and O's and shit. How are you supposed to pick a play in like five seconds? I don't I don't get it. I Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. F- fuck sports games. I don't care about sports games. We didn't even talk about any sports games. Like, I don't care. Yeah, the only real sports games would be the Mario ones. Those like yeah, don't even cool. really count, you know. I don't know. Mario, Mario Golf, great. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like those appeal to people who don't even like sports. Yeah. Which is a pro for the N sixty four. Bada boom, dude. Peach, Peach in a skirt. Does PlayStation got that? She didn't even. Uh... <laughs> PlayStation, you got pixelated ass fucking Aerith and Renoa got and ass fucking Lara Croft. <laughs> yeah. Tifa. Looking like a hot ass Lego. <laughs> yeah. No, they they look more like um like weebles Roblox. kind of. Weebles. Roblox. Because they're Roblox, those ugly yeah. like they're like circles and joints, you know. Like God, Final Fantasy VII is such an ugly game. Like they really eight and nine like look okay, but seven. It's such an abstraction. Yeah. Like, you really have to be able to look past it for that. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like P- PlayStation. Because it had more variety, it also that let it have like more stylized games, and so what yeah, variety? you've got generic ass Ocarina of Time, which is like the most generic oh. fantasy. How is Zelda. it generic? It's Zelda. But you got something really fucking. What's generic cool. about Gorons and Zoras, dude? What are you talking about? It's all just fucking self serious fantasy nonsense. That oh, it's a Zelda game. You gotta go rescue her. But then you get something like. 
Brave Fencer Musashi on the PS1, which is a similar sort of kind of like platformer adventure RPG sort of thing. Um, but it's just so much more stylish. It's so much more self-aware. And you can do that because you've just got like a larger variety of games. So some of them are going to be more stylized. It's because they just let anybody make a fucking <laughs> PS1 game. Like, yeah. There's no quality control. Yeah, the I reason mean, bro, why N64 has so so few games and why they're all bangers, for the most part, is because they have like better. They they want to have more hands on control, and that could be good. That could be bad. But in the case of N sixty four, I think that it was a good thing. Like you can't just be like, oh, if I throw a hundred darts at a dartboard, at least one of them's gonna be a bullseye. Like, I mean, yeah. if you PS one, you land one bullseye doing your thing. And I land like three bullseyes doing my thing. You know, I can still rent a game and try it out. I can still read game reviews. I can still figure out which games are good or bad, which ones are for me. You can see the problems of PS1 in like today's medium. And that's fucking just take a look at the fucking Steam green light. <laughs> like, um, Shovelware. It's full of garbage. Or what happened when Nintendo. Okay you know open the floodgates on the wii like it's just 90 yeah. percent shovelware <laughs> it's all yeah. you're framing it the like, switch eShop is full of trash too now but that has nothing to do with playstation one it does because they they there's the reason there's seven thousand games isn't because it was the more popular console it's because they just let anybody make a fucking game and put it on there because more games equals people buying their console to fucking play it but that you get this drastic drop in overall quality of game i don't think they were they were particularly concerned with that bro not every book in the library is going to be good but <laughs> it's still good to have a bunch of books in the library it's better than uh, your fucking I, not every book especially because dude back then you're talking about reading game reviews where the fuck were you reading game reviews like that was just like not a thing when we were kids. Uh, Nintendo Power. Well, Nintendo Powers for Nintendo. <laughs> game Informer. But, like, yeah, I feel like... like I got burned all the time renting games just because it was so yeah. hard to, like, know whether something was good or not. Uh, where at least with the N64, I feel like there was a lower chance of it being bad of rolling the dice yeah, just because... Oh, my God, yeah. That's I don't know. Like I mean, you can't even... the name you should be able to trust. Imagine I mean, being... Like... on the N64... Imagine being a comic book fan. You go to Blockbuster. Hey, S Superman has a game on 64. I oh better try it out. <laughs> Oof, yeah, I, I rented that one. That was rough. I didn't even like Superman. I just thought it looked cool on the back of the box, you know? Like, you get to shoot lasers out of your eyes, and then you boot up the fucking thing, and it's like, fly through 100 rings without missing a single one in 10 seconds. What the fuck were they thinking with that shit? <laughs> I mean, yeah, both consoles have shit games. That's, you know, it's inevitable. Yeah. How are yeah. we going to decide who wins? Well, it's clearly PlayStation. PlayStation wins. Hell what? no. I don't Viewers concede. They will decide that the yeah, we need, a, we need another way, because, like... Should I bring Ariel in here and she can decide? objectively made a whole bunch of more points. We get it. You have, like, four excellent games and four pretty good ones. Meanwhile, we have a variety of options and choices on a console that like was hardly changed at all and for the ps2 and became like the greatest console 
you know, you just got dunked on. No. No, the 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 reason the PS2 was a success wasn't anything to do with the PlayStation 1. Also, I that's not really this topic, but I strongly disagree that the PS2 is the greatest console. Like most of my favorite like I I don't even think I have a single like of my top 30 favorite games. I don't think a single one of them is on the PS2. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can name a bunch of games that are good on the PS2. I don't know. For me personally, like, I like a lot of PS2 games, but none of them are, like, really my favorites. You would put Ratchet and Clank up there? No. Really? Ratchet and Clank's fine. It's, I, I like it. I don't, it's not one of my favorites. And, like, Final Fantasy X is, like, way worse than 7, 8, and 9. What about, again, Metal Gear? I, Metal Gear 1 is better than 2 and 3, in my opinion. 3 is dope. 3 is three dope. Is it's, it's up there in, like, the top 100, but it's not one of my favorites. Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2. Okay, Silent Hill 2. Four. Yeah. Silent Hill 2. Resident Evil 4 is a GameCube game. Resident Evil f- I mean, it, it was eventually on... Yeah, but it's better it's cool on the GameCube, on and PS2. it's a GameCube game. Like, I would much... Re- I I think I much prefer the GameCube to the PS2. Uh, the the, the uh, triggers are a little better. Just, I mean, I'm just talking about the games. <laughs> like, yeah, PS2 has way more variety, just like PS1 versus N64. Okay, now we're talking about completely <laughs> different consoles. Yeah. Now, so I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> All right, who wins? PlayStation. PlayStation, good night. Bye, man. No! <laughs> no PlayStation. You even admitted, like, way more points than we did. Yeah. I we <laughs> The only point we admit is that it's a better multiplayer console. That's because Daniel wants to win at all costs. Yeah, he'll he just fucking die. He's like, admit. yeah, Daniel's like a Republican when a Democrat's in office. Like, yeah, it's fucking worse. Like Obama could have been like, water, water's great, water's great for you, and the Republicans have to be like, water is terrible for you. It's fucking awful. Don't drink water. I That's Daniel. Or this this connection you are making. <laughs> yeah. That's how you debate. I'm making objectively correct statements. And I'm sorry that you can't appreciate it. Listen, man, I'm not even owning you with facts and logic. It's just that facts and logic are owning you. Oh, my themselves. God. Do you have a bow tie on right now? <laughs> That's what you sound like. All right, I'm just going to put this out there. Symphony of the night. Hey, Good you night. Made an excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you come up with a, with a funny name for an N64 title? I think not. Golden Fry. Okay, wait, wait, that wait. That sucks. When are they gonna? Why? If Mario is so good, why haven't they made Super Mario sixty five? Oh. Yeah. Why was the sixty fourth one the one that killed the series? You got me. Why come football man no stand up? How are we gonna we no, have to decide this? No one wins. No. No, you don't get to just gamers <laughs> win. Hey, I, good we game. Made, we're the winning team. We made the best points. You don't just get to deny that no. to us because you I, don't want I to can win. bring Ariel in here if you want, and she can decide. But she, she didn't, she she didn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Ladies and gentlemen, Ariel. <laughs> I'm not upset at the idea of losing. I'm upset at the idea of being okay, denied. Ariel, who I wins? I haven't heard anyone else complain about they couldn't read the Narcos dubs fast enough. <laughs> Who wins? I do. Play you have to decide. You, t- you pick. Wait, I have to decide between... I haven't heard anything. That's Just the pick. point that I raised as well. That's oh why you should pick God. PlayStation. Just pick. PlayStation is firmly in the PlayStation. Okay, Ariel, you're on a deserted island. Which console do you take? N64 or PS1? Oh, God. Uh, I'm gonna have to go 
PlayStation One. No. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Losers. See, even the fake smile upon us. Just because of Silent Hill. How could you do this to me, Lisa? Well, she she's biased because she grew up with PlayStation, but not N sixty four. Oh, maybe it's because. It well, was well, she doesn't console. like Mario, and she likes Maybe Silent Hill. There's nothing Hill. worth going back to on 64. Yeah, like if you don't like Mario, there's no point in the N64. There's the there's N64 nothing like. The then why don't there's you like Mario? This one where like if you don't like one thing. All right, fine. You guys win this one, but I Nickelodeon won, so Daniel's not undefeated. That's not true. Nickelodeon won. No, it did not. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Nickelodeon clearly won that one. Look, I was willing to broker a piece and come to a a draw, okay? That's an amicable solution. Okay, first of all, you're having like... (laughs) Rob is the one that like brokered the piece. No. No, because I came up with the idea of fuck Disney, which is something we could all agree on, and you can't deny <laughs> after, me that. After okay, you only you won the first episode because that one was a gimme, and then uh, it wasn't a oh, gimme. You, that was the only one that actually had an objective judge. Well, you you lost yeah. subs versus dubs, right? Subs won. Yeah. No, I didn't lose. You gave up. Oh no, my God. you lost. Your all of your points are. I'm too dumb. Like my brain doesn't work fast you're enough. You're literally okay. You you're making this a thing, but it's like literally, I'm correct in the objectively true statement that you cannot appreciate the full artwork. Oh of this it was it was substantively it. read this. And here's the thing: you even said Rob wasn't really even on my team. He was acting like a little. You know? No, I said Rob was on his own team, not exactly. our team, not your team, on his own team. No, exactly. So when he gives up, how does my team then lose? We're on the same team. Bullshit. We said different reasons. Yeah, yeah, but then you gave up because you're a punk. Yeah, Rob gave up because <laughs> you would never give up because I had yeah. the better point. I got no. You didn't have, Rob didn't have any points, points with I had him. The objectively true point that you literally can't argue against. Oh no, no, Daniel, it's bullshit because you said you were like, okay, you can't say that it's because I can't read. And then you and then you went on, that was your only point, was that you can't read. You can't read and look at art. It's okay, you wanna get into this? No, I don't wanna get into it. No. We're done. Most of the meaning of the man looking at the other man that's you, not me. I'm looking into his eyes because No, that's you because you can't you have to stare at the subtitles. No, I don't even have to read any subtitles because I don't have subtitles. Thanks for listening to the 30-year-old boomercast. Join us next week when we won't be talking about <laughs> subs versus dubs again. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're gonna. this debate is going to go on for eternity because <laughs> Daniel just refuses to quit. I'm going to talk to someone from Harvard, okay? <laughs> okay. I have a study that says... This podcast is over. Good night. Good night. Bye.